and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. If you tuned in two weeks ago to episode 125, you have already met my guest, Keela Hill Trawick, who's the owner of Little Fish Accounting in Washington, D.C. We're going to have Keela back on the show next Thursday. I'll do like a full formal introduction then. But right now we're digging into our usual Tuesday. I don't want to say topic because the topic always varies, but we'll say format and answering a quick question. All right, Keela, are you ready for today's question? I am. Okay. So today's question comes from Krista McClintock. So Krista, thank you for your question. Krista asks, what expenses are allowable write-offs for new businesses during the startup phase? So I chose this question for you, Keela, because there is a difference between startup expenses and regular, I just call them regular expenses. There's a more formal name for it, but I'll, I'll let you tell us what that name is and how this actually works. All right. So think of startup expenses as those that you have to incur in for in order for the business to start. Right. So if you are starting a restaurant, I feel like examples always make it easier. But if you're starting a restaurant and the restaurant is not open, you can't actually take people. Um, you're not actually selling food, but like you need the things you have to get licenses. You probably got to get a liquor license. If you're that kind of restaurant, you've got to make sure that you get the architectural drawings or all of the things that are going to have to happen with the restaurant, but it is not open. You're going to consider those startup expenses and the IRS allows you to write off $5,000 in the first year. And then you essentially amortize the rest over the next, uh, several years. And what that means is that you're going to add all of that up, take it in your first year, that amount, and then you're going to split the rest over future years when the restaurant is actually in order. And so the difference between that and say your ordinary and necessary business expenses are that you are not actually in operation yet. You are starting up, you're getting ready, you're pulling everything together, but you don't actually have the business in business. The other thing that I want to note here is that startup expenses in this way are only really an issue if you don't open the doors by the end of the year. So let's say you start the restaurant in March and you get all this stuff together and then y'all open the doors in October. In that case, you're already in business. You're going to consider it a full year. You started making sales. These are now all just ordinary expenses that you're going to count for the year and you're going to handle it the same way going forward as you would in a normal year. Okay. Yeah. I really, I really like the kind of last part of that example. Cause I always tell people like, unless your business requires serious investment up front, I usually just tell them not to worry about startup expenses. 
Yeah, very much so. And a lot of people get caught up because they're terrified of the IRS and they're like, I spent $100 <laughs> starting my website. Should I count that? I'm like, just roll it to next year. And that's part of the reason I use a restaurant as an example is because you're probably going to be way more capital intensive than say a service industry or a blog or an online business owner. Yeah, like a lot, like a lot of my people are like web designers. So if anything, you know, they're paying like a year in advance for Squarespace, which is like a few hundred dollars and like a few other things. So I usually tell them um, just to go ahead and put it on the Schedule C because their business like loss for year one is going to offset their income. If A, would you say that that's correct guidance? And B, if not, they just roll it to the next year. That wasn't really a question. That was a statement, but yeah, <laughs> no, generally I would say that that's correct guidance, especially for the type of people that we're talking about. The amounts are so small that you might as well do it so that you don't forget it so that you can just get it out of the way on your taxes and be done. And usually by that point, your business is about to start. It's just a matter of kind of the logistics of having those parts done in advance. I would say if you know your business isn't going to start for another couple of years and you're just kind of piddly throwing things, you could get hit later on with this idea of like, are you actually going to start this business? Is it a hobby? Which is a whole nother thing. But for all intents and purposes, yeah, if you're an online business owner, web designer, service provider, just take it in that year and be done with it. Yeah. If any of you are curious about the difference between a business and a hobby, I have a blog on that on my website. So you can go check it out. But for the most part, save your money, pay your taxes. If you're like actual, I always tell people if you're actually trying to make money, it's not something that you probably need to worry about. Yeah, exactly. And make that clear. Like if you are trying to make money, the fact that you have a website or you're promoting it on Instagram or whatever the things are, you're showing that you're trying to make money from it, even if money isn't coming yet. Yes. Love it. Okay. So Another amazing episode. We're going to be back next week. It should be episode 131, I think. I don't even know why I give episode numbers at this point in time because I like change them so much. <laughs> That's okay, though. It's going to be next week. We'll be back with Keela. Uh, it'll be super fun, and I will see you then. Hey there. Before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.